Legacy Maker, the All Sports Network, presents a Sertoba Media production where the struggle is real to be awesome. Five, four, three, two. The wait is over. Let's get this thing started. Get your popcorn ready. It's time for the In or Out Sports Debate with your hosts, Rob Johnson and Drew Willingham. I'm Drew Willingham along with my colleague, Mr. Rob Johnson. Rob, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, Drew. How are you doing? I got, I, got too bad. Those, I got a good look at those graphics right there real quick and before I saw your face and I'm just like, hey. Those are some good graphics. Well, thank you. We have, to, we have to thank Sertoba Media for that one right up yeah, here on man. the top of the hat. Give a little yeah, shout out to uh, to the brand right there, you know, for the brand right there. And with that said, let's kick this off into round one. Round one. Steve Nash deserves most of the blame for the Nets 0-3 hole. For this NBA playoff series, Rob, are you in or out on this? In. Rob is in. All right, everybody. Here's the thing. The reason the reason I'm in is quite simply this: Steve Nash was handpicked to be the coach of this team. I feel like, and a lot of experts have said, because Kyrie and Kevin Durant thought that they could just do whatever they wanted to do. And here's the thing, folks. In Steve Nash's career, when he played from 1996 to 2013, I was just letting Drew know this before the start of the show. He played two two years of all 82 games. That, to me, he's, has, he's injury prone. He, he was injury prone. He had issues with staying healthy. He was very inconsistent. What's wrong with this um, this Brooklyn um, Nets team? They're inconsistent. Um, he doesn't have championship pedigree. The two thousand the, the Lakers team that he went to in two thousand twelve and two thousand thirteen, people thought that they were going to do something. They did nothing. Um, you know, there are other coaches out there like Isaiah Thomas who tried to have success but he didn't. It's very hard being a coach in this league, and he already come in with questionable. I guess you could say questionable, um, you know, attributes. I think that the Nets need to go a different direction. So I'm definitely in on this. I'm not. I'm not putting off any blame on Kyrie or Kevin Durant. But we all know, ladies and gentlemen, if the Nets were winning right now, if the Nets were were beating up on Boston and getting to an Eastern Conference Finals, uh, Steve Nash would be getting all the praise. They thought they were getting Steve Kerr. But they didn't get Steve Kerr. What they got was a guy with less pedigree than Steve Kerr. Even though he has more accolades than Steve Kerr, Steve Kerr is more has more of that championship pedigree. That showed on the court, and that showed in his coaching career. Um, he he's had a lot of talent, just like Steve Kerr's had. So I'm gonna be in on this. You know, Rob. With this, I have to disagree. I'm out. Get the f out of here. You know, all this hype around this team, they've been making trades this whole season. You know, getting rid of James Harden, picking up Ben Simmons. This isn't all just, you know, on the coach. You've got, they've been making trades and picking up pieces 
Where's Ben Simmons been this whole this whole time? Like they injured. were talking about, he's, he's going to come injured. back. Drew, Drew, game he's been four. injured. He's been mentally injured. Like, I mean, I don't he's know what's injured. going on, man. I don't know what's going on, but like, they need to get him. They need to get rid of him. They get rid of James Harden. Like this has been too much. You can't put it all on Kevin Durant's shoulders. Look at what happened in his last year with the Warriors. Have you, have you ever had a freaking back injury? Have you ever had Have you ever had a back injury? I've had sciatica, yeah, of course. It's it's hard to carry a refrigerator when you got sciatica. So yeah, that's what I used to do before when you have it. So yes, I've had back injuries. So, yes, I definitely understand. But it is not just one person that is at fault. It's like you can't just blame it all on Kevin Durant. It is a whole team that you got to blame it on. And it's not just the coach. If you look back on it, if if, if it was all one person, then Steve Nash would have won like five championships when he was playing before when he was with the Lakers. Well, they were supposed to win like two or three when he was with them. But, but 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 Drew, let's be fair here. Let's be fair. I think again, and I keep saying this about the media in this country, and I'm can't I don't know why I keep saying the media in this country, but I'm the damn media myself. But the thing is, people like Steve Nash. That's why he continues to get a pass. People like Russell Westbrook. That's why he continues to get a pass. People like James Harden. That's why he continues to get a pass. People like Kevin Durant. That's why he continues to get a pass. Kyrie Irving is a little bit down the middle. But what I'm saying, Drew, is that we all know that the coach would get so much credit. Could you imagine? Could you imagine if Kevin Durant had made that shot against Milwaukee last year and his foot was not on the line and they got to the Eastern Conference Finals and they got to a finals? Do you know how much love Steve Nash would have gotten? Because he's light. He's loved because he is such a good guy. He's a good human being and he's likable. But his championship pedigree is just not there. I mean, his pedigree is is is, is just it's, it's it's being good. It's being good, but it's not being great. He's a Hall of Famer, no doubt, as a player. He never averaged over twenty points a game. He had a lot of assists, but he played with a lot of great players. So Steve Nash is used to being around great players. He's just not used to getting it done. Let's keep it honest, guys. Steve Nash is not used to getting it done. I mean, you look at what Dirk Nowitzki did against that uh, Miami Heat team in the NBA Finals. But the, then again, that was a very good Mavericks team that people underestimate. You look at those teams in Phoenix with Sean Marion. He had Amari Stoudemire in his freaking prime. But he still couldn't get it done. Was it because of the Spurs? Was it because of the Lakers? No. He doesn't. Again, and I'm going to say it again. As 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 honest to God as Triple H is laying a pedigree right now and burying somebody's career, he doesn't have championship pedigree. And as a coach, if you don't have championship pedigree, if you're not a good leader, there are no leaders on this team. Okay, the towel boy is probably the best leader on this team. And if you're the coach, and if you're not a real leader. And you're not holding your players accountable? Can you imagine if Pat Riley was the coach of the Brooklyn Nets right now? Ben Simmons would have his butt on the court. And it wouldn't be any question. But then again, with Ben Simmons, mental health issues, injuries. I'm not questioning anything he does. All I'm saying is, if you got more of a rougher, tougher type of guy in there, Ben Simmons is probably on the court. He doesn't believe in Steve Nash. Now, with that said, game four is tonight. You think it could get swept? No, I think Brooklyn comes out and wins by the lead. I think Brooklyn has shows some pride about themselves. Um, 
let's say they let's say they get blown out or beat down really bad, it ain't gonna be good tomorrow. Steve Nash might as well pack up his pack up his soccer ball and go go up go up and uh, chill with Bret Hart up in Canada. <laughs> Just being honest, my man. Let's kick this off into round two. Round two. Miguel Cabrera is still the underappreciated. He's still unappreciated in the baseball world. Rob, are you in or out on this? I'm in, Drew. The reason I'm in on this, Drew, is, is like I think about this guy, right? I think about what he did at 20 years old, going to Yankee Stadium. Not the greatest stats, but he won a championship. I believe the Tigers went to the World Series twice. Um, didn't win, but they're the Tigers. He went to Detroit. He made a name for himself. This guy has, oh, has, I mean, make me put, make sure I pull up my information on Mr. Miguel Cabrera. This gentleman has over, has 502 home runs. He is one of the most prolific hitters in MLB history. Um, he, he, he brought so much to the city of Detroit. He has 3,002 hits. Um, and I don't care what year it is. I don't care how much baseball evolves. Being Mr. 3,000 is just absolutely huge in my book. This guy has 1,809 RBIs. I would love to see him get to 2,000. I don't know if he will at his advanced age, but I would love this for him to get there. Um, he only has, what, about uh, 39 stolen bases in his career. Not the greatest speedster. As we know, he kind of he kind of started, you know, um, he started picking up a little weight as he got older. I mean, but, hey. No matter how much weight he picked up here and there, he definitely wasn't on the Tiger Woods, um, uh, the Tiger Woods workout program. But it doesn't matter what he did, man. He just kept hitting it, and Detroit Tigers fans uh, absolutely love him. Uh, Victor Herrera, who's on the network, he's a Tigers fan. He he just reveres uh, Miguel Cabrera. So I'm in, man. I don't think a lot of people talk about this guy and just the contribution he's brought not only to baseball but reviving the Detroit uh, Tigers franchise. You know, I have to agree with this. I'm in on this. Miguel Cabrera has definitely not played with any type of PEDs in his career. Um, like you said, <laughs> he, he, he's, definitely, he's definitely put on some weight and has gotten a little bit bigger. You know, you and I, we cannot, we cannot really speak much for others when it comes to weight. We both are a little bit on the heavier side. We're both a little bit heftier. I'm muscle. It, I'm, hey, listen, we're muscle. Don't, don't. Yeah, don't, yeah. Don't, oh, yeah. Don't, oh, yeah. Don't, oh, yeah. Don't, check don't, this out. Yeah. Hey, uh -huh. don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, don't. Uh, you're muscle. Don't, don't, don't yeah. put this in that. No. Oh, but hey, but look, but look, any, but look, look, all that aside, still hasn't cheated. His into his 20th season in you know MLB started off his rookie season got a championship got to got to look at that with the Florida Marlins and here's a trivia question Rob who did he replace at third base when Miguel Cabrera was called up why do you do you know why he was called up you remember who he replaced um, a future Tom, MVP a future World Series MVP it was I'm traded Tom. two years later. Just to make it short, it was Mike Lowell. Mike Lowell was a third that's baseman right, for the right, Florida right, Marlins. Right. He was there for when they got that championship in 03. Well, he was, you know, kind of like injured towards the end of the season. That's why Miguel Cabrera was called up and had to was able to shine that year. And then two years later, he was traded to the Red Sox with Josh Beckett and was able to be the MVP of the Red Sox. So if it wasn't for Mike Lowell, 
we we might not even be getting to this 3,000th hit right now. So that's why I think Miguel Cabrera is so appreciative of it because you can see it in his interviews here recently where, you know, he didn't expect to get to 3,000 hits, let alone 500 home runs. And to be able to do all that this season with the, you know, we're, we're shortly into the season, barely gotten to double-digit wins. The Mets were the first team to get to double-digit wins. I wouldn't have guessed that one. But, you know, when you put all that into uh, a spectrum, it's been a great start to the MLB season. And when you come to look at how it was beginning with all the turmoil, it's been a great way for this to happen for, for a great guy. You know, his, his career's winding down. Let's just see if they can get him a ring on his way out. He started Popsicle. his career with a ring. Can he end it with a ring too? Popsicles, eggs, and drinks. He, he was on PEDs. Popsicles, eggs, and drinks. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what we got in store for round three. Round three. Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey again at WrestleMania Backlash is a bad idea. Rob, are you in or out on this? I'm in on this backwash. All right. The reason I'm in, ladies and gentlemen, is listen. Give me a second. I don't know. I'm mad. Give me a second. You, you, you can do this. I believe in you. Hey, look, I'm here for you. I'm here. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pep talk you. Listen, this. man. You can do this. You can do this. I, I believe I, in you. If I hear <laughs> Ronda Rousey's theme song one more time, I'm gonna lose my mind. If I see Charlotte Flair come out and talk about how she's the best one more time, listen. <laughs> this is the thing about this match, right? You could. Re- this is a submission match. You could really bury one of these two by submitting them out. I mean, think about it. If she submits Ronda Rousey, her career is over. I mean, it's almost like UFC over. It's gone. It ain't never coming back. Um, if she taps out Charlotte Flair, uh, they'll just say to Charlotte, um, you know what they'll do for Charlotte? They'll say that Charlotte uh, broke her pinky toe or something, and she was in excruciating pain. That's why she tapped out, and she's going to get like six rematches. No, man, we don't need to see this again. Listen. We got Sasha Banks on SmackDown, all right? Why can't we get Charlotte against Sasha? And then we can unify the titles with some type of epic cage match or some type of match between Sasha and Bianca Belair at SummerSlam. You know, give us something epic. Um, or or you you can bring back Bailey. You can bring back Bailey. She, Bailey can have a good match with Bianca Belair, put her on SmackDown. Or here's another option. The lady that Charlotte Flair buried in the first place into her undefeated streak. You know what I'm talking about, Drew. I'm talking about Asuka. <clears throat> one of the mm-hmm. most it's a good one. One of the most underappreciated wrestlers in, in professional wrestling when it comes to that company. So there are many other options. But look, man, I think that Ronda Rousey's time has come and gone. Her Royal Rumble return. Um, I wasn't feeling it. I just think it's time for her to go. I'm sick of this rivalry. And the worst thing that could really happen, worse here for us, Drew, is if we get another Becky Lynch versus Rousey, Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair. None of us want to see that ever again. We want we want fresh blood. Yeah, I've got to say I'm sick and tired of the, the triple threat match. So you're right. It, yeah, you're like right. it. Yeah, I'm sick and tired of the triple through that matches. Like, I'm sick and tired of it. And with this one, I'm in as well. 
you know, we how many times have we seen, like Rob just said, how many times do we need to see this match? How many times do we need to see Flair versus Rousey? We've got so much more talent within the women's division. Come on, guys. I, I don't even really have to name all the names because Rob just named them all. I literally just listened to him name Bailey, Sasha Banks, and then you've got up-and-comers that are in NXT, you know, Nikita Lyons. You've got other ones that are they're going to be coming up here that are going to be wanting to get that belt. And they're talking about unifying the tag team championships. You really can't do that with the women's title because you got so much women talent that you really need to have two different brands, I feel like, as far as a Raw and a SmackDown title. So when it comes to this, it's a no-brainer. We need to see somebody else as far as the women's you know, showcase when it comes to these pay-per-view matches. I'm sick and tired of seeing Rousey versus Flair. I don't mean to be rude when I say this, but you said something before this show. I can't repeat it, but let me say this. Let's say, uh, what's the name? Nikita Lyons, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say Nikita Lyons came to the main roster and her first match was a championship match against, against, against Charlotte Flair. It would be a flat versus the pump it up. The pump it up. <laughs> <versus> the- <laughs> segue this thing into round four round four the seattle mariners and the toronto blue jays could possibly meet in this year's american league championship series rob what are your thoughts on this are you in or out on this i'm I'm out get the out of here I came up with this stupid ass topic. Listen, 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 everybody. I came up with this dumb ass topic. Why? Because I feel sorry for the Seattle Mariners fans. Shout out to Darrell Owens. But you know as well as I know, my friend, you got to make the playoffs first. I think now, let me be serious. I think these two teams definitely can meet in the future, possibly because you have a Mariners team who's up and coming, a team that brought over some free agents, I believe, from the Reds. They are a team that has a really good fan base. They haven't been to the playoffs in 20 years, like more than 20 years. Um, But the Blue Jays have Vladimir Guerrero Jr. They have a good young core. These two teams could definitely meet in the ALCS in a few years. But they've got to first make the playoffs. They first got to, you know, uh, be battle-tested. But right now I'm going to be out. But I think this is a fun topic because we got to get some playoff baseball in Seattle, and we got to get some playoff baseball in um, Toronto, and we got to get we got to get the Blue Jays back to the World Series, baby. It's been thirty years since they won a chip. We got to get the Blue Jays back to championship, and we got to get the Mariners to a World Series first. Yeah. Yeah, you know they came close in the nineties with with Griffey and. And the, the big unit, and I think even uh, Alex Rodriguez was in his rookie year when that all that was. What's his name again? Six. What's his name? Uh, the big unit or Aroid? Which one? Uh, uh, the last one. What's what's that dude's name again? Oh, Alex A-Fraud. Rodriguez. A fraud. A fraud. Well, before we get there, fraud the Barry Barnes. I'll tell you that. But but I, but I digress. 
Uh, before before we do that, let me give my take on this. I am sorry, Darrell Owens. I am motherfucking out. Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> sorry to be blunt there. Didn't didn't mean to, but guys, come why, on. Drew, why? Look, they're ten and six right now. They're ten and six. Let, let's calm down. I mean, no, uh, we're just gonna have to change the setting on this show on on this on this episode on on, ep, on episode eight because I said it once. I think on a cable show you can drop the f bomb once on a cable show. That's my f bomb right there. No, no expletive way. I'm not gonna say it anymore. That's my one shot. I got to say it live. There we go. Sorry, Darrell. They're not going there this year. I mean, come on, ten and six. And then you got the Blue Jays, who are ten and six, who are in the same division as the Yankees, the Rays, and the Red Sox. But minus the Orioles, all of these teams have been going to the World Series over the past decade and have been winning. Minus the Rays, so I mean, you know, they've been going, but you know, th- this division has been hot for the last decade or so. I mean, the Yankees were this division for you know t- the past couple of de- decades before that, in the nineties and the early two thousands, and up until two thousand nine. So, I've got to say with this one. Toronto, yes. I don't believe I don't have high hopes with the Mariners right now. They got to prove it at least at least get past the first round in the in the playoffs first. Get get to the American League Championship Series. The last time that we really saw the team that could been poised to make it to the World Series or to make it at least to the American League Championship Series is what they had when they had the big unit in Aroid, A Fraud, and Griffey in the nineties. But we haven't seen anything like that since. Well, well, right now, Drew, you know, Houston is kind of struggling, but I do you really expect Houston to struggle the entire season? No, I don't think so. And the uh, Angels are actually second in division. They're game out. Drew, it is nearly May. And the Anaheim slash Los Angeles Angels are still in playoff contention. <laughs> They're still in play. Like, listen, usually around this time. <laughs> usually, usually around this time, they've been mathematically. And that's the thing. The equation doesn't even make logical sense. But we know they're usually mathematically out of this thing. So that's what I'm saying, folks. That's how crazy baseball is right now. The Mariners on April the 25th, 2022, are in first place by one game. Can they hold? We shall see. But ladies and gentlemen, if somehow the Mariners ended the uh, Blue Jays get to the World Series, I mean, I'm sorry, the ALCS, I'm telling you, I'm going to win the lottery tonight. Hey, yeah, I, I, my money's on you. I'll throw that $2 in for one of those mega millions. It's Tuesday's right around the corner. Let's go get that ticket. But before that, let's see what we got in this final round. Final round. The 2022 NFL Draft showcases the worst QB class ever. Rob, are you in or out on this? I'm out. Get the f*** out of here! And look, folks, it's close. It's close, Drew. You know how I feel about this class. I see people putting quarterbacks in the top ten, which is just an abomination. But let's go back through some of the draft class, some of the worst in history. Let's go through some of them, Drew. Are you ready, Drew? Okay, let's do this. Let's do this. 2007, Jamarcus Russell, Brady Quinn, Kevin Cobb, John Beck, Drew Stanton, Trent Edwards, Isaiah Stenbeck, Jeff Rowe, Troy Smith, Jordan Palmer, Tyler Thigpen. Let's go. <laughs> Jordan Palmer. Let's, 
hey, hey, I got more. Listen, listen, folks. I got time here. So I'm, I'm going to go through here. And I want y'all to vote. I want you guys to vote. That was 2007. Let's go to uh, 2013. EJ Manuel, Geno Smith, Mike Glennon, Matt Barkley, Ryan Nazareth, who Giants fans thought was going to be the next big thing. Wrong. Tyler Wilson, Landry Jones, Brad Sorenson, Zach Dessert, um, Desert, or De- Dessert. <laughs> listen, 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 listen. Dessert, but he's eating dessert somewhere. Or he's serving it somewhere. Uh, B.J. Daniels, Sean Rimfrey, um, and Matt McGloin, who went undrafted. Some people said that he was going to be a first round pick. Stupid. Two thousand two. Joy, uh, <laughs> Joy Harrington. Patrick Ramsey, Josh McCown, Rohan Davey, um, Randy Fasina, uh, Kurt Kittner, Brandon Domain, Craig, who the hell are these? JT Sullivan, Steve, you know what? I'm going to start reading that list. 2010, Sam Bradford, Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow won a playoff game, damn it. Jimmy Clausen, Colt McCoy. Uh, none of them really, uh, none of them else matter. Let me go to 2006. Well, no, that, that was a pretty decent class. I can't say that. Well, that's all I'm going to go. Pretty much, I'm going to go 2013. Because if you remember, Drew, that was the I – don't, I don't know if me and you knew each other back then, but I remember when people were talking about E.J. Manuel going to the Bills. E.J. Manuel was going to be drafted in the first round of Florida State. When he was drafted, Drew, you could literally hear a pin hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the – no, let the pins hit the floor. Because, Drew, it was horrendous. It was horrible. I do not understand to this day how the Buffalo Bills of Buffalo drafted Edger and James. <laughs> Edger and James Manville out of Florida State University. He was not it. And then what makes it worse, Mike Glennon out of NC State. I was I had some hopes for Mike Glennon, but it wasn't good, Drew. No, it wasn't. Mike Glennon, who who, who we saw in, um, for the Giants this past year, the, the Cowboys – we're, we're so not worried about him that they sucked the whole four four quarters. And, and, oh, my God. Matt Barkley? Oh, God. Another USC guy. So, pretty much, Drew, 2013. Um, 2013. Yeah, buddy. Rolling like a big shot. Throwing interceptions and, 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 work, and working at UPS. Get the f*** out of here! You're muted, Drew. You're muted. Wow, I don't know how that happened, but uh, let's just say that with... Let's just say that with that said, I am out. Get the f*** out of here! That was a hell of a list that Rob rattled off there. I mean, come on, guys. That was that was a long list. That was like as long as the Declaration of Independence. That was like four minutes long of names that Rob just rattled off. That was a terrible list of names of quarterbacks that we played before. You can't be that bad. Of course, they're going to be looking at a lot of position players first. There's going to be probably not much trading up to get Malik Willis. Maybe he can go still in the top ten. No! I, I don't. I still don't think that that's going to be. I'm just saying that's a possibility. No, I, I, think, I think that he's probably going to slip into probably like picks, like 22. He should go in the third freaking round. 
I don't think he's. I think it's going to be like a Brady Quinn. Like we're going to get you in twenty in the twentieth pick. It's a reach just to show you some love because of what you did in the collegiate level. That's pretty much how Brady Quinn was picked. That's how Tim Tebow was picked. It was just respect. Maybe he'll get one of those. But who knows? But like Rob's saying, he'll probably go second, third round, probably thirdish round, just to keep him calm. Third round, but. You know, come on, guys. All those names. Matt McGloin. I forgot about that name. Jordan Palmer riding the coattails of his brother Carson. I mean, and then being on The Bachelorette on TV, of course. Yeah, man. Like, you know, all that was like the biggest thing for that guy. He wasn't just getting to the NFL. He was he made like a practice squad. He didn't here's do anything best, after that. Here's the best part about, about Jordan Palmer. Guess what college he went to? The University of Texas, San, uh, San Antonio. Oh. UTEP. Oh no, I'm sorry. University of Texas, um, El, is it was it uh, UTEP, um, El Paso, University of Texas, El Paso. And I'll tell you something. Eddie Guerrero says no, Viva La Raza. No, 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 no. <laughs> because you do not have the sauce here, Jordan Palmer. You do not have the sauce. I, I, I tell you, Drew. When you look back at some of the picks that have been made, even when you go back to the Tom Brady draft. You just wonder what the hell were these scouts thinking about? Some of those guys, some of those names I rattled off to you. Think about it. You had guys going before Russell Wilson in his draft. People don't people don't scout well. You know what I'm saying? People don't scout well. And I'll say this about this current class. I think if you get some of these guys later, they can definitely do some really good things. But I mean, you just don't want to end up with guys like. You don't want to end up with guys like 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 Jalen Ramsey's brother who got drafted by the um by the R E R E D S K I S K I N S back in the day. What's his name? Patrick Ramsey? Jalen Jalen Ramsey's um brother. Well, you would have been better off getting drafted by the R E S P E C T. It would have been better off getting drafted by because he has not been getting enough of it. Well, listen, he 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 went to he went to Tulane, I believe, right? So when he was in college. His, his mascot was named, he was the Green Wave. So when he got to the NFL, he was thinking he was going to have a big wave. The only thing he got was a wave. Bye-bye, Patrick Ramsey. You're no longer in the league. Bye-bye. You're no longer here. <laughs> Go home, Patrick Ramsey. <laughs> well, it's time for a surprise. Baker Mayfield gets traded before training camp. Rob, are you in or out on this? I'm in! <laughs> and tell us why. With the first overall pick, the, the team from the XFL trades for Baker Mayfield. <laughs> the New Jersey really got it. Oh, yes, I It is not careful. The US have failed my train for him. For a cup of a cup of diet Pepsi. <laughs> hey, listen, listen, Drew, Drew, they're not getting. Listen, the U.S. is now. So he might get a two for one. 
With that said, I'm out. get the f out of here. With all that said, all those different types of trades for a candy bar with some dipping dots and whatever you may call it, a whatchamacallit may be thrown in there too, a bag of runts. But no, they're fucked. Sorry to say it again. Dropping the F bomb one more time. The second time in this cast is the last time I promise they are screwed. They are done. They are not going to be able to get this trade done before training camp. It will be week six before they can get rid of him because they're going to want to keep him as insurance because Deshaun Watson's probably not playing the first four games of this season. I mean, who else do they have? What do they got? Jacoby Brissett? What did he do with the Colts? He was supposed to be like the savior after, you know, Andrew Luck suddenly retired. What happened there, Rob? Tell us. What did Jacoby Brissett do? Um, Absolutely. well, Well, listen, Drew. It's rumored that the NFL is not going to punish Deshaun Watson. But, Drew, I have breaking news. Guess what the breaking news is? Baker Mayfield will be starring on Law and Order this this fall. (laughs) When when, when it comes to not working as an NFL quarterback and sucking, here are their stories. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey guys hey 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 guys you know I, I i was in cleveland and and i was the savior but they hurt my feelings i had commercials and now I look like mar from home alone <laughs> those commercials are going to be coming back to bite him like you know he should not have been doing those because now look at look at him deshaun watson set out for a whole entire year was facing all these years potentially of sitting behind bars, gets a guaranteeing contract, and now those commercials mean nothing. What okay, what does that say about you? What does that say about you that a guy coming off all his allegations, which he was not charged for, which he was cleared for, right? What does that say about a guy who comes off all those allegations and they give him a guaranteed contract and they tell you bye-bye? That says a lot about you that says two things to me number one you need to get your life together baker number two you suck (laughs) 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 now it's time for the final word rob your final word today um Hope everybody has a great day. Hope everybody stays blessed up. You know, as as they, as they say in the in the music, stay blessed up. Um, and um, yeah. Um, I don't know. Whatever. I don't got nothing. <laughs> hey, right, right, I ain't got shit, man. It's like you tell me the final word. Final word. <laughs>
my final word is um, I think the Braves are proving to everybody that Freddie was expendable. And Olsen's been playing pretty well so far. And I think the Braves are going to continuously shut teams up, and they're going to be the one that gets back to the NLCS. Is one of question, the two Drew. Question. Question for you, real quick. You said it was the final word. <clears throat> the other day, I had a Mets fan bragging me, like, yeah, like, yeah, dude. Yeah, we the Mets. Yeah, we in first place. We doing our thing. And I said to him, I'm like, yo, you a Mets fan, right? And they were like, yeah, dude, I'm a Mets fan. I said, what? what's the date? They said, oh, it's April. I said, okay. I said, okay, that, that's that, that's cool. As I go to the standings real quick and I look at the AL, the, uh, at least the Braves are three, are like what, five games behind the Marlins and the, and the Mets. I say, hey, you think you guys are going to make it? He said, yeah, we're going to make it, dude. I said, wait till the All-Star break. Things will get cleared up then. Make my day, you filthy animal. <laughs> <laughs>